All right, so good morning. Welcome to this edition of Bible Study. I'm Matt with So Cincy, where we equip people to um, share the gospel, share your faith, get out and make disciples, just like in um, Matthew 28 says. And I want to do something a little different today. And what that is, <clears throat> excuse me, what I want to do differently is I, I'm, we're going through on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're going through different parts. What I was doing was a discovery Bible study where we were just looking at um, different aspects, but this time on Mondays on YouTube, we talk about um, the catechisms. And so questions where uh, if you, you know, you, someone asked you like, what is God? Who is Jesus? All these different things. Um, we can give you simple, easy answers and, and where those are found in the scripture. And then Wednesdays, we're going to be going through Proverbs. So we did Proverbs 1 on Wednesday. And on Fridays, what we're doing, and this is going to be part of a podcast. So I'm also recording this as a podcast as well. So welcome to the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show. And so on Friday, what I was doing, I remember a pastor of mine a long time ago. He said he did a Bible study of questions that people asked Jesus. So this can be called questions for Jesus, questions that people ask Jesus. We don't know. We're still working on the title, but this will be available in a podcast form as well. And so welcome, 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 welcome. So we're going to go ahead and jump into it. We're going to be in Mark 1, verse 16. Now there's two questions that get asked here. Sorry. There's a little bug on my screen and it's bugging me. <laughs> Get it? Bug bugging me. So there's two questions and I'm 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 trying to think do I do I think I'm only going to do the one question first. Because the second question is not really a, a, a direct question to Jesus. It's just like a, a question. But I'll I'll probably read it. So we're starting at Mark 1 verses 16. And I didn't I didn't have music. I think I think we're going to go without music. But it says in Mark 1, 16, one day as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, come follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little farther up the shore, Jesus saw Zebedee's sons, James and John, in a boat repairing their nets. He called them at once and they also followed him, leaving their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men. Jesus and his companions went to the town of Capernaum. I want some companions. <laughs> when the Sabbath day came, he went to the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with real authority, quite unlike the teachers of religious law. Suddenly, a man in the synagogue who was possessed by an evil spirit cried out, Why are you interfering with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are the Holy One of God. 
you know, we'll keep, we'll keep reading. But Jesus reprimanded him, be quiet, come out of the man. He ordered at that, the evil spirit screamed through the man to the convulsion and then came out of him. Amazement gripped the audience to begin to discuss what had happened. What sort of new teaching is this? They asked excitedly. That was the second question. So, but it wasn't a question to Jesus. It has such authority. Even evil spirits obey his orders. The news about Jesus spread quickly throughout the entire region of Galilee. The question, why are you interfering with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? Man, there's actually three questions. Why are you interfering with us? And then have you come to destroy us? That it's, it's funny, you know, Jesus does interfere with people's lives. It's like um, my wife and I, we, our lives were completely interfered with in 20, uh, that was, I think that was maybe the end of 2017, beginning of 2018. Um, we were, you know, we were, living the the traditional american life we we both had two jobs in in dallas texas what well, were we had a job each in dallas texas uh we were living the life um you know we had insurance we were getting ready to to buy a house you know we were, we were going to church on sundays but both of us had this uh burning something inside of us called desire burning passion we don't know what it was but both of us were were looking for something more to life. Like, you know, there's more to life than just going to church on Sundays and 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 that. And so, she went to a a conference and she was, you know, listening to all the different things. And there's there was this guy who was talking about, you know like evangelism like like true evangelism and, and going out and sharing the faith and and he was just sharing some like basic stats where people just were not sharing the gospel even though we're called to share the gospel in matthew 28 we're called to share the gospel but people but, but christians for whatever reason just don't and and at that point we really weren't sharing the faith like we would share we would share our faith you know, when, when people asked us, but we weren't being like, we weren't going out to find people to then share our faith with. It was, it was more a, a passive sharing of faith than active sharing of faith, if that makes sense. And, um, and so she, she was just really, really convicted of, of that. And so, and at the same time, I was having my own little journey of, you know, I wanted to see the church more. I wanted to see churches more active. I, w I wanted to see, and and it was myself too. You you might you might disagree with this because um, your church may be active and you might be active. Yeah, hey, okay. But what I what I find is that in 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 my context, in in what I've seen, you know, the people that do faith. Or, or the people, the people that do ministry and serve and are more active, it, it's maybe 10, 15, 20%. I don't know what the number it would be, but it's the same, you know, it's this, it's the same 10 people serving 
over and over and over and over and over. And um, and so we got, so she comes, she comes home. And she's like, she's like, I want to, I want to, I want to be crazy. I want to be, I want to go out and do something insane. Let's let's be. Let's be missions, missionaries in the inner city in Cincinnati. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. Super sarcastic. But just over the week, just God was working. was like, yeah. Yeah, you, you've been wanting something more. This is the catalyst for it. And so we quit our jobs, packed up everything, gave away most of our stuff, moved up to Cincinnati, Ohio, and that's where we are now. Where we work with churches, at least trying to work with churches to teach people how to share their faith and how to make disciples, and we and we create the space where they can practice it. That's the that's the that's the key. And one of our first classes that we did, the woman who was part of it said, "I've been going to church my whole life." And she was like 75, 85 years old, older woman. I've been going to church my whole life and I've, I wanted to share the gospel, but I just didn't have the words and you guys gave us the words and that's what it was. And that was like, bingo. And so Jesus interferes with you. And so this is why the question of Jesus, why are you interfering with us? Now this is a different kind of question. Why are you interfering with us? Jesus of Nazareth. Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. And so, I don't believe Jesus has come to destroy people. This was a evil spirit. So the evil spirit probably would get destroyed. But Jesus doesn't come to destroy people. He he wants you. He, Jesus wants you to know. He loves you, that he cares about you, that he wants to see you thrive. He wants to see your um, come to your best self, and he wants you to. He wants your life destroyed for his sake. But what is good is that his sake, his burden is light. His load is light. It's easy. I butchered that verse, but that's okay. You can look that up. Just look up uh, Jesus Yoke Easy on, on Google or Yahoo or Lycos or whatever uh, search engine you use. <laughs> I don't even know if you still you can use Lycos. But um, yeah, Jesus will interfere with your life, but it's a, it's a good interference. And it's a, it is a scary interference because you're like, now what? But he's good. And what we've learned is that you can trust in him, that he will cover everything that you would um, ever need. And and he blesses and shows up in just the craziest of ways that you would not expect. And so that's it. That's the stream. That's the first episode of the questions for Jesus. Why are you interfering with us? Have you come to destroy us? I just wanted to hop on because I wasn't sure how where I was going to go with this. And so this was all a freestyle. It was off the dome. I had no idea what I was going to say, but that's what I wanted to say. 
So we'll see you if you want to join us on Mondays. Um, we'll be doing the next. We'll be doing Catechism on three, three on, on Wednesday on Monday. We'll be doing Proverbs two next Wednesday, and then the next set of questions. And so with and also with these questions for you, we're just gonna go straight through the Gospels. So we'll go Matthew or, or I'm sorry, we'll go Mark, we'll go Luke, we'll go Matthew. And then John. And so this is going to take a while because I do not know how many questions people have asked Jesus. But that's it. That's the show. Love you. Have a blessed weekend. And we will see you another time.